Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Christmas 2020. Well, here it's um, in sunny Cheshire. It's not quite sunny, actually. It's quite cold outside. Um, What day are we on now? We are on Sunday, actually. I don't usually record on a Sunday, but I've got a Sunday off, so I've decided to record. So welcome to December 2020. Now, this is not the Christmas that I thought we would have. Um, Here in Cheshire, we are in Tier 2. We've just come out of lockdown 2.0. Still restrictions in place, but the gym is open, so I'm a happy person. I've been to the gym um, twice um, at the moment since it's been open, so plan to go tomorrow after work. Just getting used to all these restrictions, really, with with the the lockdown and now in tier two. And honestly, I don't know how we're going to get through Christmas with these restrictions. So with that in mind, I have decided to make you a... Um, a radio show a podcast to do with Christmas memories now this podcast will be called helping hands podcast number 15 it's actually series one episode 15 with me Gail Louise Turner I have made an accompanying uh, podcast which is um, under Gail Louise Turner podcast playlist number 15 and it's all about Christmas memories really so I've decided to go back right to the beginning to remember Christmas the way that I remembered it and as you know each podcast has an accompanying playlist which is on obviously the Spotify playlist number 15 but this year I've done something slightly different what I would like you to do all of you actually is to follow my personal Facebook which is Gail Louise Turner and my Instagram Uh, Gail GLT only because I've decided to bring this podcast alive so not only am I talking to you with the audio I'm talking to you via the songs on Spotify playlist but I'm also decided to put all of the links and sort of the YouTube videos and songs and films and things on my personal Facebook because to me to bring a story alive um, it's kind of like multimedia journalism isn't it really where you have you know your speaking your video your radio so for Christmas I've bought the show alive via my personal Facebook which is Gail Louise Turner so please go ahead and follow me because um you'll absolutely love it I'm so I'm happy to be able to do this for you today um really really nice to be able to help you and put a smile on your face especially at Christmas at the moment because we are we are all sort of held back by Covid but I think we've all got to work together and like I said before that the masks do restrict us all but at the end of the day hopefully with the vaccine and everything we should be okay um in the end so a little bit about me now when I was at school on sixth form um I sang in a choir and a local um operatic society much much later but when I was in the school choir we used to do sporadic concerts um including once I met Matthew Kelly from uh, CITV I met him and obviously he used to do um Stars in the Rise and I think I was quite young at the time when I met him and 
knowing me i go up to famous people it doesn't bother me um hi matthew kelly how are you um please can i be on stars in the rise and i can't remember what i said to him but i think he smiled i hope he did and i hope he didn't feel offended but i've never been on stars in the rise but maybe that's something i do need to do but I loved all the Christmas concerts. And I mean, when I was at school in the sixth form, I absolutely adored walking in to um, the local church. We were holding candles from what I remember. And I was very, very scared of these candles um, sort of going against the uniform. I don't know why. Everybody was in the same boat. But we were walking into the church singing Once in Royal David City. And I do really remember singing that. Um, I also remember singing the songs Oh Holy Night and we sang what else did we sing things like that really but I also sang in another choir concert and I remember seeing Katrina and the waves there and she was singing love shines a light and actually that song is quite potent with what's going on at Christmas because we were all going through this uncertainty and covid but if we are listening to the songs on the Spotify playlist that I've made to accompany this podcast the song Katrina and the waves love shines a light really brings Christmas alive and I absolutely adore that and when I was writing the script for this podcast, I don't know why, but I've seemed to forgot loads of things. But the things I do remember is things that I've just read um, or things like that. But I do remember a lot of the memories from Christmas and I'm really surprised that I do remember. Now, one particular memory was at university when I was studying business and drama and we did um, a unit called TV drama, which I absolutely loved. And I must admit, I got absolutely ridiculed for this and I will stand by my decision to do a project on the uh, TV show Heartbeat because I absolutely loved that programme and still love it today. I was really shocked when it ended and I was absolutely gutted. But when I was at uni, um, I did a project on Heartbeat, the TV drama. And it was at the time when Jonathan Kerrigan played um, the character of Rob, Rob Walker, actually. He was like the main Bobby in Aidenfield. I mean, for your Heartbeat lovers, you'll know that they keep changing the main character of the bobby but when i used to watch it all the time um it was pc rob walker who actually looked after agents field with the characters of um ventress um things like that i absolutely loved that and um yeah such memories of, of, of actually doing a project on heartbeat i had to get ridiculed for it i don't know why though i still stand up to my decision that i, I decided to that big fan of john uh, jonathan kerrigan and in fact he um he was in Catherine cookson's um a dinner of herbs which i also um, enjoyed a lot of the uh, Catherine cookson dramas there but the good thing with heartbeat is it had 60 songs but it was timeless really so the fact that it was filmed in the 1990s but when you sat down to sunday night tv drama you put your slippers on and dressing gown maybe, well I do, and you sat there, had a smile on your face, had some hot cocoa and you were laughing your head at the 60s songs and the TV drama Heartbeat. Really, really good drama and I do miss that and I think we need things like that, especially this Christmas. We need to bring back the Sunday tea time drama and I think the fact that they had Downtown Abbey on and they made it into a film as well, didn't they? And I think that was a really, really good idea. But this podcast has an accompanying playlist as normal. To listen to my Spotify playlist for this episode, you can go to Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist number 15. And the podcast itself, um, the playlist, the music, which accompanies the playlist actually, um, is full of Christmas memories. And it has some fantastic tunes from the 80s, 90s and 2000 era including some fantastic crime drama 
based on the television show um, which was set in Oxford in the 2000 era, you actually see the composer Barrington Fairlong bring the programme of Lewis alive. Now Lewis is a fantastic show, it was kind of straight after Inspector Morse and before Endeavour. Loved the fact that it was set in Oxford and it had that crime drama and it had a fantastic partnership of Hathaway and Lewis. Loved them characters and they were all very, very different with the Lewis and Hathaway, but the different characterizations brought together and they solved the problem in their very own way. And for me, watching the beginning of Lewis or Inspector Morse is quite magical, really, because they've got the main titles going. They've got um, like an all-star cast introducing all of the famous people that are actually going to be on the show. They've got the background music of the composer, Barrington Fairlong, actually. Um, and it's just it's such a beautiful song that's introducing the show. I really, really love that. And I think a lot of them dramas now are sort of we run on ITV3, ITV4, that kind of thing. But I do really miss them. We need some. We need something like Lewis or Endeavour or even The Bill because I love the Christmas episodes of The Bill. They're really, really funny. And I think the late 90s was great for The Bill. I mean, you, you had the CID um, cast and the police cast. And for me, the late 90s was probably the best cast for The Bill. I absolutely adore them. And when I was doing research for this podcast, I remembered that I needed to go back onto Mixcloud.com and find some of my old hashtag pick and mix shows that I did at Redshift Radio. I know now we are Redshift Online, but I did six years of live shows every Friday, four till six. And there were so many shows that I was put on Mixcloud. Um, And as you know, I do share them on Facebook every Friday. But I went back and I think I found a show from the 14th of December 2018 and... A lot of the songs and things I'm going to talk about today actually was on that show. So go and have a look for that on Mixcloud. I think it was hashtag pick and mix and it was the 14th of December, something like that. And it was um, 2018. It was a Christmas show. But anyway, it's definitely on my Facebook. You can follow my Facebook under Gay Louise Turner. But on that show, I talked about so many Christmas things, which I absolutely love. And in fact, I'm going to take you back now to 1992. So back in 1992, um, I think I was at primary school, if I do my maths right, and at primary school we used to wheel the television out and at Christmas time we had the treats of watching Christmas movies and the Christmas movie that I remember the most would be The Muppet Christmas Carol, which was a 1992 American musical fantasy comedy film. It was directed by Brian Henson and it was a fantastic Muppet movie. It was actually fourth in the release of the film movies for the Muppets and in fact it was adapted from the 1843 Nevola A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Now Muppet Christmas Carol stars Michael Caine, he played the character of Ebenezer Scrooge. The story follows the Christmas Carol. For me personally I think the story is amazing as through the visit of the ghost Ebenezer Scrooge realises he was getting too greedy and he spent all his money on himself which wasn't the right thing to do in my opinion he met these three ghosts 12 o'clock one o'clock and two o'clock and the ghost showed him his bad behavior really more than anything so at 12 he met um his old school friend bell who he fell in love with but he chose money over love and he lost bell um scrooge actually dismisses the ghost because at the start he thought he did nothing wrong 
And then at two o'clock, Scrooge meets the gigantic merry ghost of Christmas present. And when he was in Christmas present, he actually went to um, Fred's house where Scrooge is made fun of for his stinginess and greediness. And then they also met Scrooge and the spirit met Bob Cratchit and his family. And basically, Bob Cratchit's family is quite content with what they've got. They um, had the little character of Tiny Tim. And this ghost showed that in the third encounter with the ghost, showed Tiny Tim passing away and Scrooge passing away. And everybody was laughing at Scrooge, really. And they didn't care that he wasn't here anymore because he, he did so many bad things. And then he saw that Tiny Tim died of his illness because he didn't have enough money because Scrooge didn't pay him enough. So he kind of felt guilty, really. And he said he would change his ways. He would help people. He would change his ways. So miraculously, Scrooge woke up on Christmas morning and he found out he didn't die. So he could actually change his behaviour and change the way of doing things to be the best person he could. And so Scrooge woke up and he decided to treat Bob Cratchit and his family to a turkey dinner and his new friends, of course. So he walks across the road. It's snowing. He's got his top hat on. And he spreads joy and happiness to all of the community. Then he decides to raise Bob Cratchit's salary and pay off his mortgage. And then the whole gang celebrate. And at the um and the old cast sing so many fantastic songs. But the I love the Muppet Christmas Carol and there's so many songs which depict the action. If you go onto my Spotify playlist, um you will be able to find that so some of the muppet songs the memorable songs from the muppet christmas carol would be scrooge when love is gone and one more sleep till christmas which is absolutely amazing i mean to see so many versions of the christmas carol i will let you into a little secret a little bit later in the podcast i will be talking a different version of the christmas carol but i'm not going to tell you um which version i'm going to talk about just yet now just to remind you on you can find all of the clips and music to this podcast episode 15, we're on, on series one of the Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast. You can follow my Facebook on Gail Louise Turner and you can follow my Spotify playlist on Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist number 15. Now I want to take you further in time and as I, I'm telling you this little story I'm smiling because it's amazing. Do you remember the programs Back in Time for Dinner, Back in Time for Tea and they've just done the school one and the corner shop one, haven't they? I absolutely adore that. I think Sarah Cox from BBC Radio is presenting it now. And I know uh, Giles Corrin presented it in the past. But one of my memories, as I'm going to tell you today, is from 2015, where we see the Robshaw family featured on the TV show Back in Time for Tea. But this one they featured on Back in Time for Christmas. In this episode, they travel back in time to 1940s and they celebrate Christmas 1940s style. This Christmas day is very different from other Christmases. The wartime era seems a frugal attitude towards gifts from the family. So they change the way of doing things. They have stockings full of oranges and little toys that they've made themselves. In 1940s, they're going through wartime Britain, so they wouldn't get the presents that the kids today would get the Xboxes. No, they made everything from hand with the little stockings, and it's absolutely amazing. It was extremely humble to see. Like I said, this Christmas day was very, very different from other Christmases. And the wartime era sees this grateful attitude towards gifts. I think it's amazing. The make-do attitude. Oh, we'll make it ourselves. We can't afford. And 
the 1940s episodes show that the kids and the family have a family Christmas together and yes they are going through second world war but they are enjoying making things themselves and actually enjoying making the rationing and living by rations for um, a wartime Christmas they're finding things in the larder to make them a family dinner and presents I think that's absolutely amazing and I love all of the back in time for tea and dinner saga because you do go back in time and you see things done very very differently and I think for me it's quite humbling you know we all want xboxes and we all want sky tv but to see the kids of yesteryear and the families saving their money to get a fantastic christmas but with little money i think it's amazing and i think i really enjoy seeing things like that it's it's such a beautiful thing now another interesting memory this is from 1984 now this is when the show came out however the memory for me for this show would be years for later because i was only born back in 1984 I would like to talk about the BBC production of the John Macefield's novel, A Box of Delights. The screenplay was by Alan Seymour. The producer was Paul Stone. And I absolutely adore this show. Now, on my Spotify playlist, the the songs for the show are actually on there. Some, Some memorable songs to talk about for you to listen then on the Spotify playlist would be A Box of Delights. So, The Boy With No Shadow waterfall boy really really good songs and if you have a listen to these actually on the spotify playlist you will you'll think to yourself these sound very very doctor who 80-ish so when colin baker was the doctor if you listen to his episodes you've got the bbc radiophonic orchestra playing the doctor who things and if you listen to box of delights with your eyes closed you kind of got the same sort of sound on it in my opinion anyway absolutely fantastic But back to the Box of Delights now, the actual BBC production. The Box of Delights starred Devin Stanfield, Patrick Troughton and Robert Stevens. The adaptation was brought to life by music from the composer Roger Lim. Some of the music to Box of Delights is featured on my Spotify playlist, Gail Louise Turner, Helping Hands podcast playlist number 15. The series is a fantasy adventure about a schoolboy who is entrusted with a magical box which allows him to time travel and shapeshift to protect the box from the evil magician. The character Kay Harker, played by Devon Stanfield, is returning from boarding school for Christmas 1934, when he finds himself mixed up in a battle to possess a magical box. The current owner of the box is an old Punch and Judy man called Cole Hollins, played by Patrick Troughton, Doctor Who number 2. Young Kay Harker meets Cole Hollins at the railway station, Cole Hollands is being chased by a magician called Abner Brown and his gang. I will let you know into a little secret. I have this videotape on at home and I watch it every Christmas Eve, which I'm sure if I get time and I'm up preparing veg, I will be watching it. Such a great adaptation of the Box of Delights from the John Macefield novel. And I really do like it because it was set in the 30s and... The characterizations, the music, the costumes, the music, everything, and the way it was filmed was amazing. It, it definitely reminded me of the later adaptations of Chronicles of Narnia. I mean, that was done first, The Box of Delights, in 1984. So I think it's really special. And us as adults, we do look back on our childhood and we think how good television was. And we hope that our children today, I haven't got any children, um, but we hope that the kids today and the adults today really do enjoy watching all of these kind of things because it it definitely brings brings it to life i mean 
things like Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility, we've all read the novels and Harry Potter even. But when, when we see it go to the film or the television land, I think it's amazing. It kind of brings the story to life using the pictures and the sound effects and the music. And I wish I had the talent to bring things alive because it would be so amazing. Now, I'm not sure if you know this, but by, for my 21st birthday, I went to see the uh, the film and theatre production of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at London. And every year, I think Christmas and New Year, the film comes on television and it's got some fantastic songs on, hasn't it? So I love Dick Van Dyke in the role of the inventor characters Potts. So amazing and I absolutely love the fact that they, they made the car and the theatre production. Really, really great memories actually of watching that in London. Some great songs though on that, including Hushabye Mountain and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and even Toot Sweets. All these songs are on the Spotify playlist and I'm sure this i probably i'm guessing it's going to be on new year i'm sure this new year it will definitely be on television for you all to enjoy now i'm loving these christmas memories that i'm I'm sharing with you because we're so restricted at the moment with covid and i think we're all going to have to sit there watching tv so i'm hoping that some of these memories that i'm reciting to you today will definitely come on the television spotify or any other media outlets because there's so many ways to watch things now but back in christmas 1994 for me, saw the Top of the Pop special episode 1994 with a fantastic song from the band E17, Stay Another Day. And they also sang this song on Live and Kicking back in 1994. And I love this song. It's definitely on my Spotify playlist to accompany this playlist. And everybody thinks about that song when it's Christmas time. And it's a really, really great song and it's timeless. The fact that it came out in 1994, I can't believe it's that old, but it is a really great song. And we need to watch more of the Top of the Pop specials, really, because they do bring their music alive and it's such a nice thing to see. But if you go to my Facebook, Gail Louise Turner, you can see some of my Christmas memories that I've been sharing for you this week. And I also remember on Live and Kicking, there were some Christmas memories back in 1998, including Boyzone and the Spice Girls. Okay, so some other memories are from Christmas. This is not necessarily Christmas, but a little bit of Christmas and through, you know, sort of November as well. I think last year, it must have been last year, somebody told me about the, it was kind of like, it was on YouTube, I think it was, and it was called Farewell Sarah Jane and the characters from Doctor Who and Sarah Jane got together and they did kind of like a podcast interview as their characters and they all said bye to Sarah Jane from Sarah Jane Adventures, played by Elizabeth Sladen. Now, the characters from the Sarah Jane Adventures, Rani, Clyde and Luke, in the episodes of Sarah Jane Adventures, met the 10th and the 11th Doctor and the companions Sarah Jane Smith and Joe Grant, or Joe Jones, as she's called now. And they had a fantastic adventure with the Doctors and all the companions, and really, really good. Uh, really great... If, um, I do like Russell Davis really and he's produced all these good things and the fact that he, he took the character of Sarah Jane from Doctor Who and made her her own show. What an amazing man he is. Absolutely love Sarah Jane Adventures. Really great episodes, especially the ones where the Doctors come back and the obviously Christmas episode when Matt Smith came back um, to um, visit Doctor Who, uh, Rani, Luke, Clyde and Joe Jones. Really great episode there. All these memories are on my personal Facebook, Gail Louise Turner. Now, I also want to talk to you about another fond memory. 
and the songs are on my Spotify playlist to accompany this podcast. Amazing. So, Catherine Jenkins sung the song in this episode of Doctor Who. And this episode of Doctor Who came on our screens on the 25th of December 2010 and it was called A Christmas Carol. It featured the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith, and he joined forces with the characters Abigail, played by Catherine Jenkins, and Kazaran and the other characters Amy and Rory. Now it was written by Stephen Moffat at the time and there's some fantastic songs in this Doctor Who episode A Christmas Carol featuring Catherine Jenkins singing Abigail's song Silence Is All You Know from The Christmas Carol. I love this song so much. I remember years ago I did a show on hospital radio and I had the choice of what I did and of course I chose TV and music and television and I remember playing that song at Christmas time for all the patients really really enjoy that. Moving on to some of the songs now another TV show from the late 80s and it must have been around 87 88 was from the program going live. I remember seeing videos and the music videos for the artist Cliff Richard and he sang Saviour's Day and I absolutely love that song Saviour's Day and also Pet Shop Boys, You're Always On My Mind. That clip is also on my Facebook. Now, as you know, I like singing and sometimes I'm really, really quiet when I'm working just because I'm concentrating on what I'm doing. But when I don't need to concentrate, I, I tend to sing really. And in the past, I've always sang um, Bob Syndrome up on the roof because I think I like to see people happy. If people are happy, they can do the job properly. And that's what I like to see it all done properly. And I like to help others. And, you know, we work as a team there. So some Christmas songs from the 90s would include my favourite um, duo, Robson and Jerome, of course, from Soldier Soldier. And the music video to this will be on my Facebook, Gail Louise Turner. But the song that I remember is a Christmas song, I believe. It's such a positive song. And I might, in fact, sing it this week when I wear my Christmas jumper because I think we need to wear Christmas jumpers if you do believe in Christmas. I know there's so many religions out there and obviously I respect all the different religions. Um, but I believe it's such a positive song from Robson and Jerome and I absolutely love it. And I do hope that you do go and follow my Facebook, Spotify playlist and all of my Helping Hands podcasts on Captivate because I really hope they do put a smile on your face this Christmas time. Now to finish off my podcast, my Christmas podcast of course, I couldn't go until I told you about this fantastic programme, which is probably one of my first memories. And I must I must admit, you're going to laugh at me now, but I do actually want you to laugh because I need to tell you this story. Okay, so I can't remember the CBC presenter, whether it was Andy Crane, Andy Peters or Philip Schofield. I can't remember. And it's, But there was a little animation called Spider in the Bath and it was like Spider in the Bath, Spider in the Bath. An incy wincy wincy bin spider in the bath. Now I remember it because it was on a VHS tape and it came on just before the BBC production of The Chronicles of Narnia back in 1988 and it makes me laugh and I know I shouldn't be laughing at it at my age but it is such a funny memory and I think we all need to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. Okay, so that was on before the uh, the Narnia show, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe but now I'm going to talk to you about Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, of course. Now the BBC adapt- adaptation of Chronicles of Narnia the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe saw the characters of Peter, Susan, Lucy and Edmund. They find an empty wardrobe and end up being in a magical land of Narnia, where it is winter but never Christmas. 
the story is narrated by the character Mr. Tumnus, and at the end of The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe sees King Peter the Great and Queen Lucy the Valiant return to the light bulb, and Lucy said, I just remembered that thing's a lamppost. And, and then she went back to the wardrobe as a little girl, and she says, listen, they end up back into Professor Kirk House, the professor they were living with at the time. The children tell the professor what happened in the wardrobe in the land of Narnia. And he actually believes them, much to Peter's dismay and confusion. You do believe us, sir? And Professor Kirk says, Once a king in Narnia, always a king in Narnia. Now, back in 1998, this is what I was watching um, as a child. Really, really brought the story alive. The C.S. Lewis books are probably my favourite books and I hope the kids of today will be able to read and understand and watch the BBC production. And I love the Waldron version of it, the Waldron Media, the, the film version, but for me, the 1988 version is much better. Now, today, you see me doing very, very different things. Um, I'm watching cookery podcasts, actually. I'm watching um, Food Network. So this weekend I've been listening to Fern Cotton's podcast when she interviewed the Mary Berry and Nadia, the, the food cookery people. I've been watching old Gordon Ramsay clips. Um, Delia Smith. Now Delia Smith is definitely, I love her winter collection and the Christmas collection shows on television. I've definitely been watching them. Been listening to the Harry Bikers Christmas podcast and things like that. I've even listened to Desert Islandist with Delia Smith, trying to remember what sort of Christmas foods that that were on offer for us all. Getting ready for Christmas Day more than anything, and something to do really with with um lockdown. I said we've gone into tier two now, so hopefully I'll be able to go and do some Christmas shopping. But I have been making podcasts. I'm now on number fifteen, so Helping Hands podcast series one episode 15 is this is this podcast obviously and you can find it on captivate on small letters helping dash hands dot captivate dot fm podcast number 15 with gail louise turner then also this podcast has a accompanying spotify playlist and you can find this on spotify under gail louise turner helping hands podcast number 15 gail louise turner and please go to my Facebook page, which is Gail Louise Turner, to follow all these clips. So at the moment, I'm kind of doing a radio show via my Facebook, my Spotify playlist, and my po- uh, podcast, which are all on Captivate and Spotify and iTunes, trying to bring Christmas alive for you. Just because I sat there the other day at work, all quiet, looking after the customers, and I'm thinking, what can I do to make you all happy? Because things slow down at Christmas, don't they? So I'm thinking, what can I do that's different? Thinking out of the box. There we go. I will make my Facebook into a professional radio show. I will build you some Spotify playlist to accompany my podcast, the Helping Hands podcast. And that's what I've been doing, really. And chatting to a lot of people, really, about um, their life stories and kind of listening to what they've got to say. And I think it's definitely improved my listening skills and kind of I feel a bit more empathetic to people now. I, I, I definitely have empathy, but listening to people's stories, you kind of get really grateful for what you've got. But on my playlist as well, I think I've got some songs from Sound of Music, which is normally on at New Year, isn't it? And I love how Captain Von Trapp um, demands Julie Andrews' character um, 
she um, he blows a whistle at her to get her attention to come to get her to do stuff and then he blows a whistle at the kids to get the attention to come down to do what he says and um that made me laugh really because i know somebody else who who kind of um does that to get people's attention get them down to help and i'm thinking to myself maybe that is not the right thing to do but anyway that made me laugh and i love i love the sound of music it's always on at new year and it's so funny it really really is funny and i love the sounds um and basically some of the songs are on my spotify playlist as well so i've even got sound of music and west side story as well i've got that on dvd and harry potter i mean harry potter is another one where the novels are there we used to argue about what reading harry potter in the garden and and i think i used to argue well why have you got it first because i want to read it and i must have read them all twice now and i've probably forgotten what happens in the books i will have to watch the films at christmas but i've got some songs from harry potter some songs from the sound of music and chitty chitty bang bang and everything that i've talked about today um are on my spotify playlist and i love sharing these memories with you so with that in mind i'm going to say my goodbyes now so please 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 go on all of the social media that i've said throughout the show enjoy christmas this year and i hope we come out of um tier two in cheshire soon and i uh, really do hope you have a fantastic christmas and um, if anybody wants to be a guest, please contact me um, on my messenger on Gail Louise Turner um, and you'll be able to be a guest. Can't wait to speak to you all in the new year. Good night, God bless and Merry Christmas to you all. Goodbye.